0: The OAMnetwork.com Power to the podcast.
1: Sports, sports queued up. I am your host, Blake Bailey. you listen listening to this on omnetwork.com/live, on which is found on the OAM Network, sponsored by Side Street Grill. Today, I'm joined by the chef of Sports Talk, CJ. What's up, man? What's up, man? You ready to do this? Been ready. Yeah, man. We was able to watch the games yesterday. Yep. Uh, some good games. A lot of games coming down in one possession again. Some of them, some of the scores were sweetened by the brutality of the games at first, mm-hmm. like how New England was rolling and all that good stuff. But. Uh, all right, man, we're going to hop right in. The NFL was hot and rolling yesterday. Uh, we had 15 games, right, 14 games. Um, pretty impressive. Who who came away impressing impressed you the most yesterday?
2: Uh, I was probably mo- most impressed by Arizona, how they beat Tampa Bay. Everyone had some chatter about Tampa Bay, maybe being one of those teams that was kind of taking a step, and right. Arizona squashed them, man. It was pretty ugly.
1: Well, I'm going to say this, though. For Tampa Bay's sake to come out and – um you start off two games on the road to start your season, mm-hmm. to walk away one and one. Like, it's no...
2: End of the day looks
1: good. I'm just saying, as far as being impressed, impressive. Arizona, Arizona yeah. yeah, smashing. So, we'll start at that game. Uh Carson Palmer still not looking completely sharp at that defense. Really on point. Probably the best defense in the NFC, at least. Uh, mm-hmm. And that receiving core, man. Woo! Yep, man. Yeah. David Johnson. It's a complete team. They got it uh, all, man. They were my Super Bowl pick. There are a lot of teams, uh, a lot of people's picks for being the best team in the NFC. Um, and... They were kind of pissed off from last week not coming out ready to play against New England, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, mad at themselves for not coming out to play. I think
2: Garoppolo kind of snuck up on them a little bit because he played really well, uh, well against them. He
1: did, but going into that game last week, I touched on this last week, I think uh, no Gronk, no Brady, we got this. Yeah, right. right? And uh, you just don't work like that in the NFL. So don't. <clears throat> but uh, Arizona was impressive yesterday, 40-7. to The big question coming out at the end of that game was, why was Winston still in the game at the end? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dick Cutter, the coach. Uh, said he thinks that – well, he said that Winston wanted to stay in the game. Hmm. Like He's like uh, – he's the captain of the ship. And he was asked, but you're the owner of the ship and don't you want to protect your driver, you know? Right. Uh, I kind
2: of like it, though. Uh, I think as a coach, uh, your relationship with a quarterback is paramount. You know, if, if those two things don't mesh, then you're probably not going to be a successful team. So, and Dick Cutter's uh, – I can see where he not going against Winston would be a beneficial thing. Yeah,
1: but I see it being more beneficial of protecting your franchise quarterback. 40-7, uh, the game's not in question. I, I know you want to get things going. Like it worked for Blake Bortles, right? Right. Uh, put up some stats. You know, Get yourself in some kind of rhythm. Mm-hmm. But, man, that game was not in question. It kept getting worse and There's worse. There's no point to keep him out there. Right. Um, you can say, well, the starting line, right, this is your quarterback.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, um, this is what your team's based off of. They're your primary player, so you protect your quarterback. You pull him out the game. I don't care what he wants. You run the team. Right. And if he's got a problem, you talk about it later. Uh, Winston's a fiery guy, good quarterback. You got to protect him. I don't I don't care how bad he wants to stay out there. Uh, protecting quarterbacks, Russell Wilson gets sacked eight times. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was already came in banged up, getting stepped on by Sue accidentally last week. You have to say that, so... People will know that Sue accidentally did it because he's known right. for. Doing dirty shit. Yeah. And um, but so he was already banged up and sacked eight times. By that, you've been saying the best defensive line in football. Uh, so they get pressure on him. So in two games, they've scored 15 points. Right. Um, now Baldwin got hurt. Uh, Lockett got hurt. And Rawls was hurt. So, a lot of injuries around the board. Defense is still playing all right. Like you said, they haven't forced a turnover yet, but they're still playing okay. Right. And that wasn't the issue. If you lose 9-3 to at Los Angeles, it's the team that I was saying, second worst team in the NFL behind Cleveland. Um, but it was an emotional game being back in L.A. for the first time since Christmas Eve, 94.
2: Mm-hmm. And also, uh, I think it's a big deal that Russell Wilson's ankles hurt. You can tell he's not as, uh, as, el- as elusive, and he's not really – being able to buy himself a little extra yeah. time to make plays happen. He wasn't. Know? The Rams were yeah. on
1: him, but the Rams always play them tough. They do. They've won four out of five against Seattle mm-hmm. and uh, swept them last year. Right. So they always play them tough, and we knew it was going to be a tough game going in, mm-hmm. but I still expect Seattle to be able to win, especially coming off how L.A. laid the egg in San Francisco. And also uh – uh
2: you would think they would be able to at least put up more points than they did. Yeah. You know what I mean? At least a touchdown.
1: Yeah. You know, and but they didn't. So, they're nope. sitting one and one. Uh, notoriously, last two, three seasons, they start off kind of rocky around 500 till you get to about halfway through the season, and they seem to play well. So, the jurors still be out on them. We're not going to rule them out just yet, right? No, you can't. All right. Uh, now, my boy, Don McNabb, I was talking to you about this in the car. He has his own little show on ESPN, and he was on Mike and Mike this morning. He was talking about uh, Seattle continues to struggle like this offensively. They expect the Marshawn Lynch talk mm-hmm. to pick up right. uh, as they talked about him coming out of retirement. But um, you still have to hold the jury out on them, right, let them play, give them a good month or so.
2: Yeah, because you saw last year they started kind of slow. And once they started, you know, uh, getting that offensive line to mesh a little bit better, uh, they kind of went on a roll, man. Wilson was on fire at the end of the season last year. So I expect
1: to see the same this year. Mm-hmm. So... From there, we'll go to New England, where Jenny Garoppolo, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Garoppolo, <laughs> that just hey, happened.
2: Hey, uh, truth about cats and dogs.
1: Yeah, man, it happens for sure. So, uh, you want to read my poetry? I guess you don't know, get half-baked. I mean,
0: shit, they're going to start. Julian Edelman was the backup to Garoppolo. They might need to sign Janine Garoppolo <laughs> as a backup quarterback now.
1: They, they may. They, they probably won't. still beat the Rams with Janine Garoppolo
0: <laughs> <laughs> as their quarterback.
1: Well, they played the Texans this week. Oh, that's okay. a tough one, yeah. Um. So, it is a tough game in New England. Uh, Brissett's going to set the start. But we'll, we'll talk about the game. Garoppolo came out three touchdowns early through the first quarter and a half of the game. They Look were dom- that dominating yeah. Miami. My, I got something for Tannehill and them later. Uh, but so they come out, they're dominating. LeGarrett, blunt. Blount. The end of the game, his stats were blown up. Uh, mm-hmm. Defense wore down. You said going into the game, fantasy purposes wise, you're going with Blunt because the injuries along the line of the Miami Dolphins worked out nicely for me. It did. So, um, but they were banged up up front. Uh, Garoppolo torched them three touchdowns. They probably would have put up fifty easy if, if he, if he doesn't get hurt so he suffers an AC, AC joint sprain uh, listening to David Carr talking about a guy who had the injury said it's more about uh, bearing the pain how much pain you can deal with he said it took him a couple weeks before he could throw across his body uh, but after one week he was dressed up as the backup Is speaking Garoppolo may be dressed up as a backup coming up mm-hmm. Thursday but they're saying, David Carr was saying, he's like, look, man, but when I came into the game, he said, I, I had to skip a 20-yard pass into Jabbar Gaffney. You know, he said, I completed two-pass screen and a little dip out. And he said, office coordinator must have, forget, coordinator must have forgot I was hurt because he called some play. And he said, I couldn't throw vertical, so I just took off and ran for 30 yards It got down. But uh, so it's all going to be about. How much pain Garoppolo could play. Now, you only got two more weeks and then Brady's back, right? Yeah. So, you got this week, then you got 10 days to prepare for Buffalo. So, not, uh, once you get past Houston with Brady is a tough game, right? Mm-hmm. With Garoppolo it's a tough game. So, if you can come out looking three and one, cause he'll probably beat the Bills, um, even if Edelman's playing quarterback. Just run the ball the whole right? game, still win, yeah. Uh, <laughs> then you get Brady back. So, New England's looking all right. Garoppolo, however, uh, probably won't play again. Nah. This year. not unless Brady gets hurt yeah which doesn't seem to ever happen no um but they were dominant Dolphins made it look like a comeback they played well in the second half chunking the ball around but there, Aaron Foster got hurt right um which is no surprise right right surprise surprise it's a matter yeah. of time inevitability uh vegans man other than Tony Gonzalez all the other vegans are always hurt all the time
2: yeah Crazy. man get you some uh meat get yeah, some meat man. protein
1: yeah man uh
2: you asked me already who who were you most surprised, uh not surprised, but who were you impressed. most impressed by on uh Sunday? Dallas. Or even go back to Thursday. Throw the Jets in there. No. Jets look pretty good too. But yeah. But Dallas though, yeah. As far as who
1: they're playing, I would say Dallas. Yeah. Um it's a big in, win. in a good way. And I was most surprised by the Raiders. Right. Hmm. Uh not being able to win that home game, defense not getting better, still a lot of penalties. Um and so we'll talk about Atlanta-Oakland for a second. Uh, they put up points. Julio Jones didn't finish the game for Atlanta. They win 35-28 in Oakland. Tough game. Good game. Raiders keep putting themselves in a little bit of a hole. Right. Having to come back. Um, that defense has got to play better. And they've got to stop committing double. They've got twenty-four penalties in two games and things mm-hmm. like that. Especially, man, you
2: spent all that money in free agency. That defense and most of that money went towards the defense. Yeah, you know, and it's got to de- play better.
1: And it's an opportunistic defense, so it it uh, gives up yards, but it forces Makes turnovers. Plays, yeah. yeah, with Reggie Nelson in the backfield, um, but it was disappointing to me that the Raiders didn't beat Atlanta, who just a week earlier lost at home to Tampa Bay. Yep. You know, certain, so, yeah. if you're about to make these steps up, now it was the big moment, going for two in New Orleans, big win. I like that. That was ballgame. Yeah, that, was, that was very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to turn back the next week and lose at home to an average team that's probably worse, not as good as you, mm-hmm. right? At least going into the season, you wouldn't project it, it was. Disappointing loss for the Raiders. Just one and one, you know. But everybody's talking about they're going to win the division. and It's not looking good. You got to win your home games, especially against teams that are not as good as
2: you are another team I was uh impressed by would be Denver
1: that defense man yeah
2: that defense man and just doing enough to win you know but yeah they were impressive to me and you start the season 2-0 and oh.
1: yeah here's the thing know,
2: you're hearing, talking about winning that division that's what made me think about it uh,
1: you're hearing a lot of people talk about Denver uh like last year they talked about how Kubiak had to kind of meet Peyton in the middle Peyton's mm-hmm. offense with his offense and now that's no more. Now it's just Kubiak's offense, as you saw last week against Carolina. You line up, fullback, uh, two wide receivers, and just smash the football. And right. They ran better this week. Of course, uh, Indianapolis' defense isn't Carolina's defense. Right? Yeah. So that helps. But I still think, though, I mean, they've been impressive being 2-0 and and everything, but I still think that their quarterback is going to hurt them. I agree.
2: Because as banged up as the Colts were in the secondary, I think they lost like six guys in the secondary or something crazy like that. Yeah. And and he wasn't able
1: to take advantage of it. And then the dude had to pick six. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He had to to fall down. He had to fall down because of his hamstring. But that defense is uh, world class. It is, man. Yeah. It's looking legendary because Von Miller's a beast. Yeah, he is. Smartest decision all season was to pay him. Pay him whatever he wants, man. Uh, But I think that quarterback, I think when you start competing with the better teams – that quarterback, you don't need him to make a play
2: over under on uh, Paxton Lynch uh, siding endeavor. Week five makes sense,
1: yeah. That's yeah. what I, that's where I'd go with. I don't think it'll be much, much more, much, much longer. Yeah, if Simeon continues to play the way he is, or if he digresses in the least bit, I think they'll start incorporating the rookie out there right before they fully go to him.
2: Yeah, I think the big thing for him is, is just learning the playbook. That, that seems to be what's So who's the back. fault
1: with the Colts situation, man? Is it Andrew Luck? Is it the whole team not being good? Is Luck overrated? Uh, of course, we all know about the coaching situation. Nobody mm-hmm. thinks he should be there. I, I think Andrew Luck is overrated from being an elite quarterback, but I think he's a really good quarterback. This team just isn't very good, and they look old. They're not
2: good. Yeah, you're right. And they have weapons, so they should be making making plays, but they're not. It just you know? doesn't
1: make sense. I mean, it's three years in a row they started off 0-2. Right uh, it's another season where they start off where they just don't start scoring till the second half. They
2: always do that then uh, apparently that was an emphasis going into the game for Picanno. He just wanted to make sure they didn't dig themselves a hole, but they did once again, yeah, and you
1: know? I still don't understand this for the life of me. if I'm playing Denver, I am putting at least two body, at least two bodies on von Miller right right my my right tackle, my left tackle. Whoever, whatever side of the field Miller's going to be coming off of.
2: Because you saw he made the play that won
1: them won the game, yeah, you know, man. with that strip fumble, yeah. you know. Uh, but uh, chip him, put a tight end, something, man. Yeah. You cannot – and it's no knock on any lineman in the league, right? Mm-hmm. But the advantage goes to Von Miller. You've got to double that, dude.
2: Have to, man. Keep keep a uh, uh, running back back there to I, help with him. Yeah. I you don't, have to. I don't
1: care what you do. you got to, you got to double up on Von Miller. Uh, injury coming out of that game, DeMarco Ware. Demarcus, Ware, Sorry, yeah, uh, out a month or so, month and a half.
2: I don't think it's a big deal. No, not for Denver. No, I don't think it wins or loses them any games.
1: No, but it helped him having him out there.
2: I agree with that, but they've got plenty of guys they can put in there, and so much attention has to be uh, pointed in Von Miller's direction. So it's going to free up the o- other side more than likely. You know, yeah, but so you see the rookie Shane Ray mm-hmm. probably step up and you know fill in nicely. I think. A rookie last year, anyway. Yeah, second year. Second year, year guy. Uh, scored a touchdown
1: yesterday. Yeah,
2: he did. Very athletic player, man. But I think that's a – because I think the Colts' offense played fine against Detroit. Like you said, they dug themselves a hole. But they put up some points. Uh, playing Denver, man. Denver made them
1: look real bad, man. Yeah. It was an ugly game. I think, it's, I think that struggle is going to continue for Indianapolis. Who do they play next? Indianapolis has San Diego. Yeah. And I think that'll
2: be – I don't know, man. San Diego's look nice. Even in the loss to uh, Kansas City,
1: they they we'll, played well. We'll do our picks in a little bit. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, so, but Denver comes out dominating defense. They're 2-0 and top of the AFC West. As Kansas, Kansas City falls in – surprising. Surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City falls in Houston. Just not being able to score touchdowns. Uh, I missed off not playing Santos. Mm-hmm. No, I did play Santos in one. They gave me 17 points. That was pretty cool. Oh, wow. Um but you
2: missed out on not playing Houston's defense.
1: Yes, I did. Yeah, um,
2: that league last year didn't cater to defenses.
1: Yeah, you know well, I mean? the
2: guy who played me in that league, he had negative three with his defense. So,
1: but Houston scored sixteen, and I missed out on another one. I'm mad at myself for not managing that correctly. But
2: yeah, I was hoping that uh, uh, did the dude have the Packers' defense against you? Yeah, I was hoping that
1: they would score,
2: give up a few more points, so you know he would lose some uh, fantasy points. Yeah,
1: out. but here was the thing with that though. Uh, if they had to give up any points, he also had the Minnesota kicker. So because so, so because the score was so close, <laughs> right. either way, it, yeah, it, damn it it if you do, it damn it if you
2: don't. But end up losing by what four? Yeah, and Houston's defense had like sixteen. Yeah, man. Yeah, it sucks, dude. Yeah, man.
1: It is what it is. I'll bounce back. Uh, but Kansas City not mustering any uh plays down the field. Mm-hmm. I didn't really watch a whole lot of this game. Every time I turn it over, it was on commercial. It was always one of those games right. when you turn it there, it was always on commercial. And there were so many games
2: going on at that point. They were, you know, man. It's hard yeah. to keep up with them all.
1: But Houston's 2-0. and mm-hmm. Looking good. Kansas City's 1-1, and should be 0-2. Uh, so Kansas City's kind of get their stuff together. Um, They got the Jets coming up, so tough game for them. Mm-hmm. Big game for both teams. But Houston's 2-0, and Kansas City's 1-1. and uh, right now, I'm going to send a shout out to my sponsor, Side Street Grill, 35 South Florence. You come on down Monday through Friday, 4 to 7 is happy hour. Tuesdays, the pasta special, 4 to 9. Wednesdays, steak special, 4 to 9. Sundays, the best brunch in Midtown, 11 to 3. And they got the NFL ticket rolling over there in the red bar, <clears throat> which is where you can smoke your cigars. They got the flat screen TV over there at Side Street Grill, 35 South Florence, behind the big ass parking garage in Overton Square. Uh, so your San Francisco 49ers went into Carolina. Mm hmm. San Francisco coming off last week because they played on Monday night. So I didn't get a chance to talk about them at all, but I said they would beat the Rams. A lot of people didn't think they would beat the Rams for some reason. I don't understand. <laughs> right. But I said that San Francisco would be better than people expect. You right. know, I was saying seven wins, right? Most mm-hmm. people are saying five. So not much, but still much better.
2: But a lot of people thought we were among the top two worst. or three worst teams.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you look at the thing. I was talking to my boy Joel, you know, mm-hmm. in Las Vegas and we were talking about San Francisco putting up points. And I said, "Man, you scored twenty eight last week. You scored twenty seven this week. Uh, so that's fifty five points. Last week it took four or five weeks to score that many points. Right. You know. So still reason to be optimistic. You're one and one. But this uh, is
2: the second year in the road and in, in the row that we had to start on Monday night in week one mm-hmm. and play a team that started out on Thursday night. So they got a long week and we got a short week. Had to travel across the country and yeah. play." And both years, it was teams that appeared in the Super Bowl. They lost in the Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah. So, uh,
3: yeah,
1: you travel all the way to Carolina. But I
2: expected to get smacked around. I, I feel like we put up a decent fight, though. You did. You, know? you
1: didn't give up. Uh, you were in the game till the six-minute mark. And that a lot of that could be
2: short week traveling cross-country. You know, you kind yeah. of fade in the end, you know.
1: Yeah, with Gabbard's.
2: But they beat us. I'm fair and square. I'm not trying to say we're yeah. Carolina's league or well, I mean, anything. But they
1: were a better team, but your defense played really well. I was the, impressed. The forty six points doesn't isn't an indication on the, how good the defense is. Right. Right. So but you walk away. Cam Newton did well. Kelvin Benjamin played well. Greg Olson. He hit his weapons. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Stewart's out for a few weeks, hurting his hamstring. So that could affect them in some way. But um Carolina Good victory. The score doesn't show how close the game was, right? So, um, but San Francisco played well, and they they're going to hurt some people because they're going to the offense is going to just continue to get better.
2: I felt like our offense played decent, considering it was Carolina,
1: right? Yeah,
2: and uh, we did a decent job of putting up points. You know,
1: it'll be better when you start going downfield. I would like to see Gabbert pull the trigger a
2: little bit quicker, man. You can tell he's kind of sits on it a little bit. You know, even the uh, the first touchdown pass to Tory Smith. It was Torrey Smith had to slow down to catch it up, catch the ball,
1: you know. Yeah. So he, he's just not pulling the pulling the trigger he's fast very, enough. He's not very good. He's not very good. So, that's what it comes down to. Last Thursday night, the Jets were playing the Bills. Uh, my sponsor is Side Street Grill, the owners. Uh, Harlan is a Jets fan. Mm-hmm. And Boss Lady is a – Bills, Bills fan. fan. Oh, wow. So she throws a little Bills parties for when the Bills are playing. That's not cool. Uh, I've, <laughs> I've even accused her of paying people to wear Bills stuff. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> like, how how are there this many Bills fans in this? Yeah, Memphis? man, there ain't no damn 20 Just Bills Jeff fans. Just Jeff Hawkins is the only one I know.
1: <laughs> and That's because he's from there. There ain't no damn Bills fans around here wearing Doug Flutie jerseys. All right. But uh, so the Bills are playing the Jets. Um I didn't get to watch the game. I was working Thursday night. So Here's the thing: scores 37-31. Mm-hmm. The game was not that close. The Jets were very dominant. Uh, they dropped passes on third down. Marshall's had a little problem the first couple of weeks. Uh, but they had three receivers, almost hit 100 yards. Uh, Eminu, is that his name?
2: Oh, the young dude? Yeah. yeah. He had
1: 92 yards and he hurt. He tweaked his knee or something. Mm-hmm. He's not hurt, but he didn't finish the game. But Marshall put up 100. Decker put up 100. Forte put up 100. This Bills defense. Forte had
2: three touchdowns.
1: Yeah, three yeah. touchdowns. I was like, how do he get 30 points on 100 yards? But, right. Yeah. But he scored them touchdowns, man. But they were really rolling Buffalo. Buffalo's one-dimensional on offense. I feel bad for my boy McCoy. But the line doesn't seem built to run. Mm-hmm. Um, So he's really a none factor. They're one put thing they to have going for him. They got they can hit the home run. Right. Uh, that's what Taylor – he's athletic. But the only throw he can make is downfield. He's
2: got a good deep ball, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much all he's got. Um, but they were hitting it, and that's with the banged-up Sammy Watkins. So if you can hit home runs, you can stay in games. I heard Revis was getting his ass torched, man. Well, here's the thing, man. People keep saying that about Revis the last couple of weeks, and numbers would say yes. Right. I'm saying if I saw Revis lined up with somebody, they're just running them downfield. Because mm. Revis can't catch up with a one-on-one. You catch that one, uh, man-on-man, they're just shooting the receiver straight downfield. And Revis just isn't fast enough to do that. Mm-hmm. So, they're, it's really That's good
2: coaching. That's part of being a, a lead corner, though. Yeah. you got to be fast enough to keep up with guys, you know?
1: Yeah, and I think their safeties have been out of uh, out of position a couple times. And, uh, sorry.
2: I hear voices in my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: But the Bills, one-dimensional home runs. Mm -hmm. uh, Jets look good. They should be 2-0, but they're hurting themselves. Uh, Jury's still out on how well they'll be able to finish the season. Big game between them and Kansas City coming up.
2: That's a huge game, especially for Kansas City.
1: But the Bills, I would pretty much write off from playoff contention at this point. But I said going in, every year that Rex Ryan coaches, his teams get worse. They do. It's not gonna. It's nothing no different, man. Yeah, man.
2: And until you said that, i never really noticed it. And I, I went home and thought about. It. I was like, man, this is so true. Like they, and it's true. And, this with this team right now, and know?
1: they fire their offensive coordinator. Yeah, to try to help
2: him out, and uh, Make, blame everyone else except for Rex.
1: Well, I mean, anytime you have a firing this early in the season, there's some heat. You know what I mean? There's heat. Right. So Rex Ryan's feeling it. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals. We're at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Rainy day. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a sloppy game yeah a sloppy boring. game D'Angelo was good right um, Roethlisberger looked good
2: yeah making I, the plays you probably know? been
1: the best quarterback thus far right, right. Uh,
2: I asked you in the car on the way over man uh, who do you think is the best team Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh yeah yeah
1: even over Brady and Gronk and New England I would say Pittsburgh yeah um, but not
2: looking at record who do you think is the best team because I think Arizona is I now, I was kind of – If I had to
1: bet my money yeah. on any team, it would be Pittsburgh Steelers. I yeah. think they're the most complete team. That
2: defense is growing, and they defense got burger, you know. Defense is getting better.
1: They get Levy on back, when what, you get two Bell, more games, yeah. And you get uh, Wheaton back. Wheaton's right? coming back, yeah. Uh, so, like I was saying, we're talking about receiving cores best in the league. Pittsburgh has guys and just you have Brown who's the best, right? He's you amazing. have everybody else who's six three and up and can just shoot down. But you
2: probably got one of the top quarterbacks. You definitely have the best receiver and one of the best running backs. So.
1: Yep, and a good coach, solid defense, good offensive line. So Pittsburgh handles Cincinnati. Cincinnati team, I think, is overrated anyway. Uh, money had them going to the Super Bowl, um, but you know,
2: playoff team or not? No, you don't think Cincinnati is no.
1: I, I think I, I thought going Fringe, to I but. thought going into the season they'd be eight and eight. That's mm, what I said okay. on our preview show eight and eight. Uh, so they were ready for the shootout in in New York, right? Right. <laughs> Last year they put up one hundred and one points. This year, no points were scored till about three minutes left in the second quarter when they block a, uh, the Giants blocked the Saints' kick. Jenoris Jenkins. Jenoris Jenkins runs yeah. it back, ends up being a good game. 16-13. Big Gi- win for the Giants. Giants defense. Just look good Mm -hmm. first couple weeks. Right. And it looks like, you know, one of them defenses will continue to get better. They added a lot of pieces. Eli even alluded to it in the press conference about, hey, we spent $200 million, right? Defense should be better, you know? Right. Basically, and he's right.
2: I could see, I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants went to the Super Bowl this year, man. Just things kind of lay out for you the right way. And I'm not, I haven't been overly impressed by the NFC right now, you know?
1: Everything's there's still two teams to play. It's kind of wide open, though. You there's
2: know what I'm still, saying? There's still two teams <laughs> yeah, that haven't right. played yet. <laughs>
1: All
2: right. I'm just saying, though, I think like I feel like it's kind of open this year, man. It is. Yeah. I think it's
1: open in AFC and NFC. I think AFC is just more top heavy. See, I think there's like a,
2: a few teams in the AFC that could go to the Super Bowl, but I feel like there's several teams in the NFC well, that could make it.
1: Well, right now, you'd say this the NFC, uh, other than the NFC South, mm-hmm. right? Because everybody assumes that Carolina's going to have a business. Right. Uh, if you go to the north, Minnesota last night was impressive.
2: Very impressive, uh, that, with an AP being hurt and
1: yeah. Sam Bradford looked great. And even when Peterson played, twelve carries, nineteen yards. Yeah, you know, and he
2: looked like shit the week before that too.
1: Yeah, because defenses are playing nine guys in the box,
2: and you expected that versus Sean Hill. But I was a little surprised that
1: you know they they let Bradford throw. I'm surprised they stuck to it the whole game. I am. Too. I, have, I
0: have a question about the game. Yeah. How surprised were you to see? I wasn't expecting that uh the uh gosh, what do you call it? The uh the Wildcat formation from them to A P. Did you see that?
1: I did see that and that was the play
0: And it it even threw the announcer off. He was like he thought that uh he thought that A P was flanking and then he said, No, he takes the snap. It's a
1: Wildcat. I think they do that. That was the play after Bradford ran back on the field after getting his hand looked at. Oh, that's true. uh, true. I'm thinking that's why they ran that gimmick instead of uh, Russian Hill out there so that right. way you don't gotta mess with that type stuff they
2: probably had it you know drawn up already and just like hey this is a good opportunity since Bradford's out anyhow
0: also does Sean Hill look like Will Ferrell playing Ricky Bobby <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look like Will Ferrell he looks like Will Ferrell playing Ricky Bobby <laughs> I literally told Q that he looked like
1: uh, Will Ferrell a couple weeks ago I can it. see it I think yeah.
0: it's I think it's more Ricky right. Bobby-ish though
1: right It looks like a race car driver I remember when I had my first beer sure. <laughs> but uh. Minnesota looked good, but you look at the divisions uh, in the NFC. The NFC East is still open. Why well, we don't? We we're going to talk about Dallas in a minute, but we mm-hmm. talk about the Giants probably look like the best team. Philadelphia plays the night, um, so that's still open. The NFC West, because uh, Arizona's got it. Arizona, Seattle—they're clear-cut favorite.
2: I think Seattle is kind of a step below but Arizona are, but right Seattle's now. Seattle's always a contender, definitely.
1: Right, they should be by the end of this season. And then you go to the NFC North with Green Bay, Minnesota. Uh, Chicago plays tonight, so right. they still show themselves. Detroit blew themselves yesterday. Um,
2: Big win by Tennessee, though.
1: Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, You're a hater, man. I'm not a hater, Such man. A hater. I think it was a bigger loss by Detroit than it was uh, a good win for...
2: It was a huge win for Tennessee, man. You put you up, A team like that? But
1: you look at Detroit, they put up 37 points last week. Mm-hmm. Then you come home to a team that you should beat. You put
2: thir- 37 against the Colts. I mean, it's not like you but did you, it against a good team. You know, well, I mean, team. it's not like the Titans
1: are the Seahawks. You know what I mean? No,
2: but they held. They had, you they, should
1: you should beat the Titans at home, no matter what team you are in the NFL.
2: You should. I'm just saying for the uh, the Titans to go on the road to Detroit and win a, a game where your young quarterback drives you down the field and wins the game for you, it's a big deal, man.
1: Yeah. I just think it's a bigger loss for Detroit. I ain't hating on the Tennessee.
2: I don't think anybody expects anything out of Detroit. That's why I don't think it's
1: that big of a loss for but them. But you're trying Whereas to take that is step. It's a big,
2: big win for an a up-and-coming team.
1: I just think I think winning on the road last week, and as sharp as they looked, I just I expected more out of Offense
2: them. Offense looked like shit, too. Right. Stafford costed them the, the game at the end there.
1: Well, we had a chance, and then he, he threw a pick. Yeah, a bad throw. Yeah, horrible throw. Sidewinded. it. But the NFC's open. Other wow. Than the NFC South. So there's so much unpredictability what's going to come out of everything. Like we just right. don't know yet.
2: But even like Carolina, I mean, they smashed the Niners, but I haven't been overly impressed by them. I haven't either, especially the defense. Right. That's the main thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you let, you let uh, uh, Simeon beat you in week one, you know? So.
1: All right. We're going to come back to the NFL in a minute. Mm hmm. See what time it is. All right. It's We're game time, man. Oh. It's getting old. Cool. All right. Uh, we're going to hop on to NCAA. I don't know how much you got to catch up with on Saturday.
2: I didn't, man. I have to work a long, long day Saturday, so it's yeah. hard for me. I, I saw uh, Louisville beat Florida State. Pounded them. I, yeah. I picked that to happen.
1: Right. Florida State was favorite on the road. Action like, Jackson, no man. No way, man.
2: This dude Action Jackson. Yeah, dude. man.
1: Uh, I was asked earlier um, when I asked if people have questions or whatever, and they asked, is he right now the runaway Heisman? Well, like, Yeah. I mean, who's even yeah, on his coattails, yeah. you know? But let that play out, because I'm not saying he's Geno Smith, but Geno Smith had this kind of hype a couple years ago when he threw remember he threw eight touchdowns in a game to open the year or whatever.
2: But he's had two monster games already, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not comparing to the And
1: then they beat Florida State, the number
2: two team in the country. Big win, man.
1: Yeah, I thought Florida State was a little overrated, but uh, great win. Huge win. Great performances. No one's touching him on Heisman right now. Where should they be
2: ranked? Has the rankings already came
1: out? Blue Louisville, yes. Louisville, uh, third. That's third? They, are. they should be. Yeah, they moved right up. Um, so in the rankings, Alabama's one. Ohio State, who took care of Oklahoma in Oklahoma.
2: Alabama lost. Number one team, right? They didn't lose. They didn't lose? Okay. No. Sorry.
1: It, actually, the biggest. Like I said, I didn't get to watch all the it, games. It was the biggest comeback in Alabama history, if oh, I'm not wow. mistaken. Uh, two See, Ole Ole you, are, want, you are
0: correct. It was. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: What? The biggest uh, comeback, comeback in Alabama, yeah. Alabama so, history. so biggest comeback. Yeah, yeah, I went
2: out to the bar to get something to drink while I was at work. And uh-huh. I saw the game. It was pretty lopsided. You, you drank at work? Bad guy. <laughs> High quality H2O, man.
1: Uh, Gatorade's better. But anyway, so. Water sucks. Alabama, biggest comeback in history. And Ole Miss, uh, the first top 20 team to blow two big leads in the second half. Mm. And one year, and right? Maybe they, on it in first three weeks. I don't, they don't want watch it. their first game. That was a huge letdown. Ole Miss, yeah, two Florida State. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss one and two, number twenty three. Oklahoma one and two, number twenty five. How the hell are they still ranked? Right. You know what I mean? That's which is why I talked about last week ending the preseason rankings because through the first three weeks, there's no way Ole Miss, or Oklahoma, Oklahoma's been getting hammered, right? But right? in their two losses, there's no way. Who, who
2: did Oklahoma lose to other than Houston in the first game?
1: I'm sorry, I had no, to be up lost, a little bit. They lost to Ohio State Saturday. Okay, yeah, but they got whooped. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not even competitive. And
2: yeah, if you're in the
1: ball game, after
2: both of those games were close, if then I could see them still being ranked. But I have to agree with you, man. If you're getting smashed by, you know, uh, top other top twenty-five teams, and you, and, and you got smashed at home, yeah, that you, yeah, you can't be in the top twenty-five at this nah, point.
1: Man. And Ole Miss too, even though their game was at Florida State. You know, know, you shouldn't be, you're one and two, you shouldn't be ranked. That's why I say, in the preseason polls, man, and then let three weeks play, and then start ranking teams. I like that idea. And, uh, because right now Alabama's one, Ohio State two, Louisville three, no problem with that. Michigan four, Clemson five, I don't see how Clemson's still up there. Houston six, I think Houston would be my four. Right. Right? Uh, I like Michigan State, I said they would win at Notre Dame after being eight point underdogs. I know I'm kind of a genius. I just disguise as an eagle fan. All right, so uh but I like Michigan State. Number 9 is Washington, Texas A&M's up there. Georgia moves up to 12th. Georgia's game was exciting to mm-hmm. watch against uh Missouri. I had Missouri winning that game. Right. Um so but Georgia like Jeremy Graves asked me. He said, "Why are Georgia fans so excited about this game?" Because you got your young quarterback who played well the defense played well in the second half, mm-hmm. but he led you right downfield, made an amazing drive, amazing play to win the game. I'm a Georgia fan. I'm excited about it. right? I thought, right. it's not that you won the game against a team you should have. It's how you did it. Right. I liked it. you know. Uh, Missouri always got a real good defensive line. They were getting pressure, but good game by Georgia. They're ranked at 12. Uh, Wisconsin's 11. Florida State falls 13. And then you got Tennessee and Miami's creeped up to fifteen. They were in the uh, they were twenty five last week. They moved to fifteen this week. So a team that's not in the top twenty five anymore is Iowa. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lose at home to North Dakota State. Oh wow. Yeah, the field goal at the end. Uh, Texas, who was worked the way up to eleven, falls to Cal, which another game that I called. Uh, um, that's a very high scoring game, yeah, right? Yeah, fifty forty three. California almost hurt themselves they did the whole Deshaun Jackson thing throwing the ball before he crossed the goal line Mm -hmm. but they said there wasn't a a clear pickup of the fumble in a quick amount of time so Cal kept the ball to one wow and Texas dude came right and picked it up I didn't quite understand I didn't see that live right I think I had already called it a night by then but or I was was playing the game or yeah I was playing the game that's what it was yeah yeah playing 2k Uh, which hasn't been (laughs) (laughs) we're not going to talk about that (laughs) Uh, so yeah so I'm going to go over a couple picks for college coming up this week Um, Georgia's at Ole Miss Ole Miss 7 point favorite I think Georgia will cover Wisconsin who do you think will win
2: probably Ole Miss yeah Yeah. after already losing 2 you have to win that game yeah you would think at home have to
1: to to but I think Georgia will cover I don't think Ole Miss wins by 7 Kirby Smart's doing a good job man he is man
2: much like the guy who went to Miami. What's his name again?
1: Yeah, Mark Rick. Doing a great job. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Because uh, both schools uh, are going to recruit based off who they are, the prestige. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin is at Michigan State. Michigan State laid six. I think Wisconsin covers that. I think Michigan State wins. Florida's at uh, Tennessee. Tennessee's six and a half point favorite. I'm taking Florida to win. Uh, Florida's own Tennessee right. for 12 years in a row, whatever it is. Um, Penn State's at Michigan. Michigan laying 18 and a half. I think Penn State covers this game. I think it's going to be a lot more competitive than people are giving credit for. Arkansas is at Texas AM. Big game for Arkansas. A&M laying three and, was that five and a half? Can't read my writing. See three and a half, five and a half, whatever it is. I got Arkansas winning based off what I've seen and big little Greg telling me that Arkansas was the team to beat coming so up. So far, in. so good, man. They've looked impressive. Yeah. LSU's three and a half point favorites at Auburn. I'm taking Auburn to win this game. Uh, so those are my picks for college. Uh, Never see how it turns out. I don't have a lot of faith in LSU. I think they're very overrated. Yeah. I don't even see how they're still ranked. It's apparent
2: <laughs> by your pick just now. Um,
1: I, I don't see how they're ranked, but I would like really like to move towards getting rid of the preseason polls because you don't know. You don't play a, if you played a preseason. I would have no problem with the polls mm-hmm. as much anyway.
2: I believe that. Uh, it'd be fine to have polls on ESPN or whatever but don't have the actual BCS poll they don't have the
1: BCS yet okay the well BC, that's B- fine then but they don't do BCS anymore mm-hmm
2: well the playoff oh, whoever
1: okay. whoever makes the playoff yeah yeah gotcha alright uh back to the NFL so I've been saying I was saying this man you know I'm real hard on Jeff Fisher it's extremely yeah <laughs> I mean you know that's how I feel uh So, I got my cluster of fake head coaches in the NFL, all right?
2: Fake head coaches, okay.
1: All right. I got Jeff Fisher, Mm -hmm. Rex Ryan, Mike Malarkey, Chuck Pagano, Gus Bradley, Jim Caldwell, and soon to be added to this show, Jay Gruden, okay? Mm. Uh, Now, one thing I do like about Jay Gruden was he will throw his quarterback under the bus yeah, without definitely. any hesitation? Man, he's like you got to read his playbook, or he needs to work out harder, or whatever. He lost us the game. Uh, we're going to talk about Washington Dallas in a minute, but
2: right. Uh, I think he's the only one on your list that I would say has any kind of light to the tunnel. That's why I
1: say soon to be added. Like right. I, I don't have him on that list.
2: All the other guys should get the boot by some point at the end of the season. Yes, from now, yeah. but
1: Fisher won't. You don't think so? He just got an extension. Oh, shit. I mean, though, I know
2: watching Hard Knocks, I was not impressed watching the way he handles his team, his players, any of that shit. I
1: say this, man. Uh, and I was saying this last week. I said, he's putting off golf till next year to buy himself a year. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, you. Can't, I think
2: golf gets in there at some point. Maybe. I don't know. Have to, man. You can't don't get a number one guy and then
1: sure keep can. Case Keenum starting. Sure, you can. Fisher don't like young quarterbacks, man. Um, he's he, he's a glorified defensive coordinator, man. He could be a real good Dick LeBeau kind of guy. Rex Ryan, the same thing. Yeah. Uh, go back. Most
2: of those guys should be coordinators.
1: Yeah. Um, anyways, so those are my fake head coaches in the league that should not be head coaches. All of them are good coordinators, mm-hmm. but not good head coaches. All right, uh, we're gonna come back to the games. Washington and Dallas at Washington, right? Mm-hmm. Good football game.
2: Great football
1: game. Uh, Dak Prescott impressive. Definitely. Um last week he did he threw forty seven passes. Um twenty seven targets were between Witten and Cole Beasley. hmm This week he, spread it out. He spreaded it out. Witten mm-hmm. had four receptions. Uh, Cole Beasley's his main target. Yeah. Um but he threw it Des Bryant. He forced it to him a little bit. You have to. Still didn't still didn't throw it downfield quite as much, but but Washington's defense. Uh, And I don't understand this. I don't understand because Washington didn't play last Sunday, so I didn't get a chance to talk about them.
2: Washington didn't play last Sunday?
1: No, they played Monday night against Pittsburgh. I got you, yeah. Um, I do not – and I don't understand this as a whole. If you have a shutdown corner Mm -hmm. and you're paying them $75 million, you're paying them 20 20 men a year, whatever you got going on, and you're talking about, well, the defense is going to play one side of the field. Then why spend that much money on a cornerback? Mm-hmm. Because they're going to put Des Bryant, Antonio Brown, whoever on the other side. They're going to do it all game, all yeah. game. Yep. And you know, yes, nor-
2: schematically, I do not agree with that at all.
1: You know, nah, man, you got you got to put your best corner on the best receiver. Just let them follow him around. Let him the follow him around, man. And he's proven to be able
2: to do that. You know, they did it last year with Carolina. He followed Julio around and. All the other lead, lead guys, you know.
1: So, Dallas wins this game 27 The only
2: team that really can get away with that, I think, is Seattle. Because their defense is so Because they got stacked. the best safeties. They're stacked everywhere. So, they can do that, you know. Um, Arizona could do it, too. Arizona can do it, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but Peterson will follow his guy around. No, he will. But Honey Badger is just as good coverage-wise.
1: Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Dallas wins this game. Mm-hmm. Kirk, Big win, man. Kirk Cousins, man. You know, I made a joke a couple weeks ago. I was talking to, I think, Rex, right? And I was talking about I would I would just as much like to have Mark Sanchez as I would Kirk Cousins. Um Kirk Cousins is gonna put up numbers. He's gonna put up a lot of yards, right? But it's dink and dunk. That's what the defense gives him. Mm-hmm. Um but you have Deshaun Jackson, you got Garcon, you got the the rookie, uh what's his name? Doxon. Doxon. Well, the second-year guy, sorry. The young guy. No, he's a rookie. He's a rookie. And then Mm -hmm. you got Jordan Reed at tight end. So you got some weapons. A lot of weapons. All day, man. Now, he threw for 364 yards. Mm Mm-hmm. He missed Jackson down the field. His D-ball is atrocious. He underthrew Dachson. Mm-hmm. He uh, couldn't hit Garcon on the back shoulders. Like, just simple not saying simple but those you got to make in the NFL if you're a franchise quarterback.
2: Yeah, if you want to get paid and that's what the big holdout and all that shit was about this offseason, then you got to make those kind of throws. And Washington was smart not to go ahead and pay him. And then absolutely.
1: Let it play out. Absolutely. And uh it was smart for him not to fight it as well. Yeah. Uh but then you look at look at just him missing receivers. He was locked on receivers. The, the interception in the end zone by Barry Church. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Barry Church was on the other side of the field. He came across and he got came it. across because he was just watching the quarterback. Right. The fourth down, I can't remember the the kid that broke it up for Dallas. Um good player, defensive lineman. But he dropped back, just read the quarterback, and broke up the slant on fourth down at midfield. hmm Uh Kirk Cousins is not a good quarterback. He's all right. Not looking good now, no. I mean, I felt that way anyway. He's never beaten a winning team. Right. He just puts up numbers, man. Uh but he misses so much. If he was half as good as he's supposed to be, like he's getting paid to be, with those weapons, he should be able to succeed. He should be able to at least hit your open receiver down. You field.
2: don't even got to hit Deshaun Jackson down the field. How do you, you just overthrow get it kind of open, man? And how do you overthrow him? Right. Just horrible, man. But apparently, there's a lot of uh, dissension in the locker room after that game. I man. bet, man. You can see, it, it, on you see yeah. it on the field. You uh, can see it on the
1: field. Throwing of helmets. The uh, very animated.
2: But they were calling out cousins after yeah, the game.
1: They should be the players. Where he cost them that football game? Yeah, he did. Big games. It's it's huge. Falling to zero and two, and then you lose a division game, a home division. game.
2: Oh yeah, you can't do that stuff in the NFL, especially in the East, man. Every game, it's going to come down to one or two games here or there. Who goes to the playoffs and not? You know, so it's crucial in the East, man.
1: But uh, Dallas wasn't Dak Prescott's looked really good. Yeah, he has. Um, he's no QB
2: controversy or nothing though. <laughs> I yep. don't think. Really? I don't believe so, no. So Romo's I mean, a better player.
1: So but here's 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 what you gotta look at. If you look at let's say he's ready at week six. Let's say Dallas. He's starting to throw now though, right? He threw twenty passes. Yeah. So uh he threw fifteen, twenty passes yesterday on the sidelines. Uh but here's what you look at. Let's say let's say he's ready to come back after week six. Mm-hmm. And let's say they're four and two. Right? Four and two. Mm-hmm. Prescott playing well like he is now. Eventually, he's going to throw an interception. Oh, he's playing
2: amazing right now. I think he's got to come back to earth at some point.
1: But he's playing smart. It's not like he's just having big plays. But he's playing smart. Right. He's making the right throws. He's he may be the most impressive thing I've seen. Maybe the so. First two weeks, considering he's a rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just his decision making, not his stats, not his ability to run, his decision making, his patience, his poise. Very impressive. Um, Reminds you of Russell Wilson. Like yeah. when
2: he first came in, he had those attributes, just you know. Just ready to go. Just calm, cool, calm, and collected, yeah. Yeah, and he was yesterday. Uh, but I think when Romo comes back, he's a much more dynamic player. He adds a whole other level to that team. No
1: doubt. Yeah. Here's the thing. How long is he going to stay? Who, Romo? Yeah. I don't know. It's not about ability. It's about durability. I think just
2: thinking about just now, winning now with this team that's built this way, when Romo comes back, he has to play the rest of the year.
1: I disagree. Yeah. I think if you're winning, and like I said, Prescott's going to throw an interception at some point. It mm-hmm. just happens. But if he's playing well like he is now, and he seems like he's even progressing a little, like he progressed from week one to week two. Mm-hmm. If he continues to do that, my my argument isn't that Romo's not a better quarterback. Right. My argument is, is the first hit going to knock Romo out? Is it the second hit? Mm-hmm. Um Cause he got hit sliding, even though he got hit, he you know, got hurt sliding. Right, even though he got hit from behind, like he mm-hmm. hurt. Be crack it's a raw awkward play, yeah. I just, uh, I might. Here is the thing, man. If you and I
2: just because we didn't even talk about this before, this is something that organically just happened on the show just now. We're having a, a controversy between us on who should start or not should start. Right. This is going to cost Dallas at some point during the season. You know, just not. Being unless Tony Romo came back and was just 100% well, dominating or or vice versa, yeah. If there's any kind of bad game here or there, it's going to cause an issue, man. It, and and you and in a division where each little game matters so much, mm-hmm. it's going to cost them at some point. Well,
1: here's the thing, man. Here's here's the problem. The reason it's already become an issue, mm-hmm. not because of how well Prescott's played, but because Jerry Jones has already stated that Romo's the starting quarterback. Right. So if you're Jason Garrett. Like I'm coaching this team. Mm-hmm. Prescott looks better in practice. He's stronger. He's younger. Right. Uh, he's played well. The team's winning. I don't want to go back to this guy. Right. Not because you don't want to hate on Romo.
2: You got to give the coach that option, though. And that's, I agree with you. That's where the
1: problems already began. The owner is saying this
2: because you saw even in Seattle, we talked about Russell Wilson a while ago. A while ago. They spent all that money on uh, who was it as a free agent? That Char- back Charlie Whiteside. There you go. no Matt Flynn Matt Flynn and they had Charlie White yeah there's both of those guys but Wilson was just a flyer you know they weren't expecting him to be you know the starter or anything but he outplayed those other two guys even though they spent the money you gotta let the coach you know make the final decision not the
1: owner I still think my biggest concern if I'm Dallas Romo's an elite type of quarterback oh he is elite but he can't stay on the and it's not because he takes a lot of hits Mm -hmm. any one hit can take him out yeah and I just think. Who
2: gives you a better chance to win a Super Bowl? If they're both healthy, Tony yeah, Romo. That's why you play Romo, man. But he's not going to make it. Because you got Prescott's your future, man. You know, Elliot's your future. You know, just, these th- guys are, are you're pretty set for the future. I think the future is right now. Yeah, I don't know if I could roll. I mean, if Prescott takes another step and shows a whole other level than he's doing now, because right now I think your team's a little, I won't say one dimensional, but there's there's Romo gives you an extra level. Goes down the field a lot better, and you know, all that sort of stuff. So, I just feel like you have to go Romo if he's healthy, man. In I my dis- opinion, I disagree, and that's why I think just two two random people talking about something disagreeing, it's going to become an issue, man. Because yeah. even if it's not an issue in the locker room, the reporters are going to be asking about it. You know, there's always going to be some kind of something there. So, and you don't want that on your football team, not at the quarterback position. No.
1: You don't because that's the most glamorous of all positions. It's the most important. It creates the most controversy. Right. Um, And
2: controversy is a very bad word in football. And
1: they even say if you have two good quarterbacks you don't have none. Right. Because it's an issue. I agree with that. And I just think Jerry Jones shouldn't have said anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I know Romo's your guy. You know what I mean? He's been your guy for a decade. Right. And I'm not saying he can't do it. I'm saying he can't stay healthy. He hasn't. He hasn't. He played three plays in the preseason. He was out. Right. Prescott's Been the start of the whole preseason. Now we'll say through halfway through the season, he's he's progressing.
2: He's getting better and better. Yeah,
1: I just don't understand taking a step back. Yeah, unless he, you know, defense start getting. He has trouble reading defenses. Can't go because Dallas defense isn't very good. No, it's Um, it's it's a bad defense. Yeah. So if he stops making plays or something that they start playing physical on the receiver, so he can't throw the little eight yard passes. You know, Mm -hmm. I think Prescott has the arm to not be a dink and dunker. Right now, he just makes it just a, shown just, it. he's just play, yeah. making a smart play. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. You're 1-1. One one, right. right? Uh, and it was a big win because you would have went 0-2. It's and, a huge win. And 0-2 in the division. It's a
2: huge win in that division. Alfred Moore scoring the game-winning touchdown. That was big time, He's yeah. probably about to
1: become the starter in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elliot dropping two fumbles on the ground. Mm-hmm. That doesn't keep your job.
2: He has not been impressive, especially spending that high draft pick. I said it when it happened, man. I think that was a – you don't pick a player that high. No man, you take not Jay- a not
1: a running back. I I would have took Jalen Ramsey, man. Yeah, no doubt in my mind. But uh, Elliot, he just looks like he just wants to run over everybody and just just hit the gap, man. It's funny right. how many times you see a running back dance in the backfield before they hit. You can't do that. You just gotta not in go. I man. I mean, I've never played running back for anybody other than Madden, right? Or right. Maybe, you know, a little tech mode right? <laughs> but uh, you can't dance. You just gotta go. Three yards isn't bad. Right. It's better than no yards.
2: You got to take what the defense gives you. Sometimes it's not all, all always about hitting a home run, man. So,
1: but we'll obviously probably pretty much every week be talking about the controversy building in Dallas. Yeah, because uh, it's going to continue till a uh, declarative statement's made.
2: Right, uh, and the person who they go with has to be clean, man. If they have one dag- bad game here or there, it's right back controversy. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, uh, Romo. Might get hurt in rehabilitation. never know. <laughs> but uh, talking about quarterback controversy, I'm going to ask you this. So, Garoppolo's out. Right. No controversy this year. Right. It's just Tom Brady. But Garoppolo's contract's up at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Do you try to trade Garoppolo? I think that's what will happen. And that, I
2: believe that's why they took Brissett in the draft this year. Because you've seen New England do this over and over. Draft a guy, keep him for a couple years, build him up a little bit. You trade him, get a little something in return, and then you have another guy you just drafted but, right behind him. You but
1: know? Uh, let me ask you, if you feel like Garoppolo is a franchise quarterback. He's looked pretty good, man. Do you do you not start to look towards the future yourself or you just assume that Brady's going to be there forever? Well, you're not pushing Brady out the door. Not when he's still playing at this level, you know. The way he played last year was But this has like, never been done elite. before. What do you mean? He's going to be 40 years old next year. Damn, yeah. it's going to be 40. He looks good for forty. The only quarterback <laughs> that uh, started majority of the season over forty years old, I think, were, was Warren Moon. Hmm. Right? Warren Moon's the only type of guy that put up any type of success uh, over forty years old. Yeah, he played well. Yeah. late in his career. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying Brady can. I'm saying <clears throat> if you got another franchise guy that could be your guy for the next decade. Then why? I think let Brady's that go for three
2: years? played at such an elite level. You got to let it die, man. You got to let him play until it ain't ain't what it is. Well, if you're
1: a Belichick, you're probably going to walk out with Brady, so you probably don't even care.
2: And I just think it's one of those things, man. You're not going to push him out the door, you know. He's he's done too much for you, you know.
1: But it's still something that's going to be addressed, Mm -hmm. and it's going to be worth talking about. Well, you
2: saw it happen in Indianapolis. You know, Manning went down that one year. They sucked all year. They had an opportunity to to draft Luck, and they went ahead and let Manning go, you know. Yep. So it happens to the best of the best, but – I don't know, man. I just don't see Brady getting pushed out.
1: Time will tell. True. See how he plays this season. Uh, So injuries played their role. We're going into week three. Cleveland's on their third quarterback already. McCown Uh, got hurt also? Yeah. Shoulder. God, dog, man. Yeah. RG3 hurts himself. McCown gets hurt. Who are they up to now? Is that Derek Anderson? No. No, he's in Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) I I saw that name recently. I think it's Kelly Holcomb. But, uh, I don't even know who that is, dude. No, he played back in the early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> the year they went to the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, he was a quarterback. Um, their backup's Cody Kessler. He's a rookie. Okay. Um, so he's going to start this week against Miami. Screw it. Why yeah, not? Yeah, man. Roll with it. You never know. Uh, you let Brian Hoyer go. What a mistake that was.
2: How bad is uh, Dude Hurt,
1: McCown? Three, four weeks. Okay. Could be So maybe you can get him back. Could be after the year. Back. They don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So. But Cleveland blows a big lead at home, 20 2. They lose 25 20. Um, San Diego rolls Jacksonville. Rolled them. Rolled them. It could have been 50 to nothing easy. Right. Uh, and like we talked about earlier, pulling Winston out, Bortles stayed in. They put up a couple good drives, put up some touchdowns while San Diego's playing. San Diego
2: game. might be the most surprising team thus far.
1: So far. But blowing that lead last week was very. It's big.
2: a big deal, but t- to even be in that situation. Where you were well, beating a, such a good team, you know? I think
1: with this shows there's no knock on San Diego. How overrated Jacksonville was. Dude said this. I was watching NFL Network when you, when you came over to pick me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, when the show was going off previous to the fantasy show I was watching, uh, they were asking anybody for their two cents, you know, everybody. And Sam White was like, uh, Jacksonville, another loss. They're two years away from being two years away. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny.
2: But, uh, uh like, like your, uh, fake coach cluster. Gus Bradley was on there. That guy's got to get out of there, man. Yeah, man. Team don't
1: play defense. You're uh, a defensive coach.
2: Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, Minnesota's found their quarterback. Oh, yeah. Bradford looked great. Looked sharp. Uh, Diggs Stephon is a superstar. Diggs is a superstar, man. Yeah. Um, uh, Green Bay's offense, who last few years has struggled against Minnesota's defense, as it was. But... Uh, This team looks like it has an issue. They can't run the ball, Mm -hmm. which has been a problem for a while. Jordy Nelson, this doesn't seem like he's picked up where he left off yet from two years ago, which may take a time to get back acclimated on the field or whatever. Yeah,
2: he doesn't have that explosiveness. He's still catching the ball, running his route, doing his little tricky stuff, but he's not beating anybody down the field.
1: And Aaron Rodgers turned the ball over twice in the fourth quarter last Mm -hmm. night. Um Green Bay could be on the decline, man. We could talked, be, man. I thought
2: they were – I picked them for the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, you, you know did. where I'm at with them. You know, I thought they'd be back to that level. But I don't know if I put it on uh, Minnesota being a team that's that good or Green Bay being that bad. But I, I think they're a better team with Bradford. Oh, yeah. Than they were to with, begin with with Bridgewater. Bridgewater absolutely. You know?
1: That's what i been saying. Now, uh, Aaron Timms in the sports group, he was telling me, he said said, uh, I – is Bradford wasn't worth a first-round pick. No. Okay.
2: But he is if you got a team
1: ready to win. That's what I said. And you got to look at this pick. Um, if you get Bradford, then the pick's going to be in the mid-20s, right? Yeah. Because right now, you probably might be the favorite to win this division. Right now? You already beat Green Bay. You already beat Green Bay. Yeah, so. Now, did you see this about their stadium? Uh, you know they That
2: a- stadium is amazing, man. But did you That's see- the coolest stadium I've ever seen.
1: Okay, but if a player's hurt – they have to go through a sports bar before they can get
0: <laughs> to the locker room. That was a sad scene. That was sad, One of the greatest running backs I've ever seen play. <laughs> limp through a sports bar. <laughs> it's going to be like RP tracks when the train rolls by <laughs>
2: gets a free drink or whatever. But
1: I, I would like to see... Like, but you look at it, what if somebody's, like, seriously injured? You got to get them back there. Right. You got to drive through the sports bar.
2: That's going to have to be addressed, man. They're going to have to figure out something else because that's not going to work. You got that state-of-the-art stadium and
1: this yeah. has to happen, man. But I like reading all the stuff about the stadium. Like, it, it makes it to where the, when the snow hits it, it falls off instead of clogging the draining systems. What? Yeah. Um. It, some other cool stuff. I don't know. But, I
2: just, man, as the, a beautiful image, man, The um the skyline of Minneapolis was uh, – reflected onto the side of the building. Yeah. Pretty awesome, man.
1: It was, it was a beautiful stadium. The open uh, ceiling. It was a beautiful stadium. Adrian awesome. Peterson yeah. tours Meniscus. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's somebody could play this week. Could be out a month. You
2: never can tell with
1: Adrian Peterson, man. That guy's oh, man. bionic. He but he hasn't played well so far. Defense, they're putting – Nine in a box, mm-hmm. and that's why I didn't understand about last night's game. Is Green Bay is constantly putting nine in the box until that was game plan. They did, they didn't adjust, but they didn't adjust because Bradford was tearing their ass up. Yeah, and uh, Bradford and Diggs, man, that's a good combo. Yeah, man. Uh, but Peterson's out. Um, they got a nice one two backup punch. Yeah, that's already pro- proven successful.
2: Yeah. Asiata and uh, McKinnon played yep. well when uh, Peterson was down two
1: years ago. You know, Did you know Adrian Peterson's whole career, other than the year he was suspended, he's only missed nine games because of injury? I'm very su- surprised by that. For yeah. any running back, but he- he's a freak, man. That guy's a
2: beast, man. I don't know if there's anyone that's ever been made like him. Like, as far as speed and strength together, it's yep. hard to imagine anyone. Not in our lifetime. I saw the guy, man, he was rehabbing from his big injury, the one he missed the most games from. Mm-hmm. And he had, I can't remember, I think it was 90 pounds in each hand, and he was jumping up onto a box that was almost as tall as he
1: was. Oh, I do that shit every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just freaky stuff, man. Yeah, these guys are crazy athletes, man. Uh, Danny Woodhead's out for the year, torn ACL. Yeah. So he'll be back next season. Thanks, Danny Woodhead.
2: Screwing my fantasy team.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's all that matters.
2: Yeah, he's a PPR monster, that
1: guy. Good player, though.
2: Yeah, he is. Melvin Gordon has stepped up and played well, though. He
1: has. We liked it. We was watching yesterday, and his mom said she wouldn't wear his jersey until she he earned her respect. I
2: was like, that's a good mama right there, man. <laughs> that was awesome. She's like, I'm not wearing this kid's jersey
1: until he earns my respect. All right, a couple things that we'll touch on. Um, here's my fake franchise quarterbacks. are you my coaches. Here, All right. Here, here's my guys. A lot of fugazi going on. Because I'm irritated, right, by guys that are not reaching their potential right. or just aren't good enough. Matthew Stafford, time to move on.
2: That's your guy, too, man. That's I'm surprised guy. to hear you say that. Top of the list. You're Tur- talking about uh, guys
1: who are uh,
2: they're fake, not, they're, fake stat guys, kind of like you've said about Drew Brees or some yeah, of these other guys. St- stuffers. Stafford's the king of that list, They'll man. put up.
1: But I just thought his ability, I just thought he would be a good quarterback he could build around. And I thought going into this year, I don't know. I'm being tough on him after losing Tennessee. Right. Because he played really well last week. Uh but you're not going to win with him. And that's what I mean by the quarterback. All these guys are going to put up numbers. You're not going to win with this guy.
2: Yeah, I'm saving
1: judgment until he plays uh his division. Yeah, I don't gotta wait. I'm done. Kirk Cousins, not a franchise quarterback. The AFC Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill, not a franchise quarterback. Yeah. Tyrod Taylor, not a franchise quarterback. He can't play from the pocket, man. As athletic as he is and as far as he can throw, he can't play from the pocket. Blake Bortles? Don't you dare. Not a franchise quarterback. I went there, whatever. Not a franchise quarterback, man. You're going to eat that by the end of the year. That's fine. I'll eat it live on the (laughs) OEMnetwork.com. Slash by Side Street Grill. Side Street Grill. (laughs) But those are my guys that I don't think are franchise quarterbacks. Juries are still out on Winston, Mariota, these younger guys. Um, Bortles was only one year older than those guys. But he is that one year, and he's been starting the whole time. I can't believe you just shitted on Brutus like that, man. I told the truth. He had a bad you got, game. You got some of the best receiving core. You got Julius Thomas at tight end. I don't care, man. It's San Diego. You weren't in Denver. Mm-hmm. Okay? Show me something. You 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 fall apart late in the game against Green Bay. I'm not saying he sucks. I'm saying he's not – he's probably the best of all the guys I just named. Definitely. All right? That's because yeah. he still has See, some- I was
2: going to ask you that until you said his name. and It's a little obvious, but – He's the best Uh, of those What about of the other guys? Because I think uh, most perception would say Bortles is still – could be the franchise Yeah, he still has potential. Nobody else has shut the door on him. Put it that way. Yeah, no. But uh, of the other guys, who would – if you're just trying to win win a season, you got a pretty decent team. Uh, All those other guys – Say you have Denver. Denver's a good setup. Matthew Stafford. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Some good good players on the list. Yeah, yeah. just not franchise guys. Yeah. All I'm saying. All I'm saying. If you're trying to win – with your quarterback being your main player, you don't believe any of those guys can be it. No. Yeah.
1: No. probably right, man. No, I don't trust any of them. All right, my top performers of the week. I uh, start off with Sam Bradford and Diggs, the combination yeah. there. Bradford 22-31, 286, two touchdowns. That's fun to watch, man. It was good to watch, see him go downfield because he didn't do it much in Philadelphia, but he had no much to throw to right. downfield. Uh, Speaking of guys who get
2: hurt all the time, though, like how long before that
1: guy gets hurt, you know? Well, he only missed two games last year. If you can get 14 games out of your starting quarterback in the NFL, I think that's yeah, not yeah. bad. As long as they're not missing more than three or four. then you. But historically,
2: problem. the guy's had a real yeah,
1: rocky road. But he's played for the Rams, and I would have fucking clocked out too. All right, so <laughs> Diggs, nine receptions, 182 yards, two touchdowns. But nine receptions on 11 targets. So that's a pretty uh efficient target to throw Very to Very efficient, yeah. But it also, as good as they were, as much of a superstar Diggs may become – or. Probably is right. I think he's. A he reminds me of Antonio Brown. Out there. That's what I was thinking too, man. Swear to God. But uh, it was also part of Green Bay staying with that nine in the box. And
2: yeah, because just... I think Green Bay's defense is decent too. You know I think our top ten defense he's got a
1: good pass rush. They were getting pressure. Yeah, there was a couple hits. I was like, that's it for Bradford. Nope, he's up.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, the Jets wide receivers, all three, almost hit for a hundred yards. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty impressive, even though against Buffalo. And they're
2: running back also hit. hit so if you say all that. You gotta say
1: Fitzpatrick's impressive. Also, we'll just say the Jets' offense <laughs> well, was one of my best yeah, players right. of the week. Uh, Dak Prescott, twenty-two of thirty-two, ninety-two. Gotta be impressed by that. Had the big rushing touchdown, uh, mm-hmm. no turnovers. Very important. Kelvin Benjamin, seven uh, receptions, nine targets, one hundred eight yards, two touchdowns. Like I said, with you, uh. We were talking before we came. I thought, I'm surprised of how big a play receiver Benjamin is. I thought he'd be more of a possession guy, which mm-hmm. is because when you have Ginn and you had Philly Brown, those guys would go downfield. Uh, Olsen, you know, big play tight end. I thought,
2: I thought he would have a harder time coming right back in. Kind of like you see Jordy Nelson. Mm-hmm. So Jordy Nelson's kind of easing into being, you know, or working his way back still a little bit. I figured, and a lot of reports have said he had gotten fat
1: and kind of slow. Yeah. And
2: he's proven to be right back at that he level he was from two years ago. To me.
1: Yeah, uh, I would say this in comparing Nelson and Benjamin. I think Carolina uses Benjamin a little bit better. Yeah, I think Nelson they they just try to all right, man, run down there and catch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's okay to run a hook or something, man. It's cool. Uh, but they were off pace with the uh, the back shoulder throws, which would Aaron Rodgers That's really made that thing going right. Uh, but Kelvin Benjamin, I, there's a lot of guys that played well, put up three, 400 yards and all that good stuff. I'm only talking about guys that won. Right. Okay. Uh, Matt Ryan, 26-34, 396, three touchdowns and a pick. Uh, so those are my top performers of the week. Uh, D'Angelo was impressive in a sloppy game. But those are my guys. I'll, I'll give them some mention. Uh, now you ready to do some picks after we send a shout out to the sponsor? Yeah, man, let's do All this. All right, Side Street Grill, 35 South Florence. You come on down Monday through Friday, 4 to 7. is happy hour. Nice, strong drinks. Got an attractive staff. Cool, laid back. Uh, Tuesday, pasta special 4 to 9. Wednesday, steak special 4 to 9. Sunday's the best brunch in Midtown, 11 to 3. Uh, they also have the Sunday ticket, so you come on in there. Uh. At the Red Bar. At the Red Bar. Come on and chill out. And, um, I think Lynn's working over there, so it's, um, definitely Pick. worth looking at. All right, so, um. Uh, 35 South Orange, Side Street Grill. So, here we go. We're going to do some picks, okay? Right. Uh, Houston's a two-and-a-half point favorite versus New England. This Thursday night, who you got? I'm not uh, messing with the point spread, yeah. but I'll
2: say uh, I'm going Houston with the, being third-string quarterback in New I, I think England.
1: Houston wins anyway. Um, Cincinnati, three-and-a-half point favorites versus Denver. Go Cincy. Who's at home and who's on the road? Cincinnati's like. at home.
2: Yeah, I'll go Cincy on this one, man.
1: Yeah, I got Denver to win this game. Is it upset? Minnesota at Carolina. Carolina laying seven.
2: At Carolina? Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going Minnesota. I got Minnesota to cover. I think Carolina wins the game. You're probably right. Washington at the Giants. Giants are laying four. I'll go Giants. I'll I think go. they'll cover that, too. I do, too. Pretty That defense is going to – Cousins might put up some yards, but he won't put up points. Uh, Jets are at the Chiefs. Chiefs favor by three. I'll go Jets, man. I got the Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs at home. I, I'll take it back. I want okay. the Chiefs at home. Yeah. Chicago, who still plays tonight, so we're still going to watch them in a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, is at Dallas. Dallas laying four and a half. Dallas will win that game. Got to take Dallas, yeah. Yeah. Um, unless Chicago's overwhelming, then I'll make a video and change my pick uh, tonight, which hopefully they are not, because I'll probably be making a couple of videos.
2: There's still a lot to see there, man, Like because they play, what, Houston first game? Who? Uh, Chicago. Yeah. That was a tough game. So we'll have to see them play Philly, see yeah. how they play in that game. John mm-hmm. Fox usually can, you know, make
1: a, a decent run out of any team. Uh, my you know. upset game, I got San Diego winning in Indianapolis. Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, who would you take in that game?
2: It's hard, man, because it's going to be a shootout. Because I think if Denver's defense wasn't so great, Colts would have put up some points. Yeah. Much like they did against uh, Detroit. You no, know, if
1: they weren't so great, Denver wouldn't be champs. True. Uh,.
2: I would say this game is almost a mirror image of the Detroit indie game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Who has the ball? It's going to be a flip flip of the coin. You know?
1: Yeah, I'm taking San Diego. My boy Philip Rivers. I'm the rolling upset. with the
2: Colts. That's my guys, man. I got to. I got to take my boy Philip Rivers in an upset. You right.
1: hate <laughs> Philip Rivers, man? <laughs> Come All on, right.
2: dude. I love that guy. My, man, my, don't my,
1: trash talk Philip Rivers. I know, right, I man? Said I love cut him,
2: his, his mic off, Gil. <laughs> I love him. No, you
1: cut me off. All right, my lock of the week. I know you didn't get a chance to go over to pick your own games, um, but I got Arizona's my lock against Buffalo, because mm-hmm. uh, it's Buffalo and it's Arizona. Um, but Arizona's a four-point favorite on the road, which is rarely happens.
2: If I had like a million bucks, I'd bet half of it that Arizona will cover that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you probably but but Buffalo, big play potential. Yeah, they'll, man, they'll, big they'll, play they'll potential. I, I think they'll get that ass whooped yeah, up. Yeah, man, easy. Uh, 31 to 20 or something Yeah, that's like that. my
2: lock of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Can you
1: steal my lock, man? <laughs> Uh,
2: you didn't go over all
1: the games yet, or you did? Yeah, we did. Okay. I mean, we didn't talk much about Baltimore, Cleveland, uh, yeah. or Jacksonville. And no, I mean, no.
2: as far as the picks go, did we pick all the games?
1: I picked all the tough games. Gotcha. I didn't write down the other ones. The all other right. ones seemed like they were pretty – Cupcake-ish. Went, yeah. Uh, I was asked this by Michael Polinett. Sorry if I mis- mispronounced your name. Yeah, man, that's way wrong. That's all right. Just
2: I don't know how to say
1: it, though. Mike from Houston, name. that's how I call him. Uh is Big Ben the best quarterback in the league right now after 2 weeks? Absolutely. Right now probably if I was so. drafting, I'm taking Cam Newton.
2: Yeah, Cam Newton's the best of all time as far as potential goes.
1: Uh James Jr, I think he's a fellow a fellow Eagle fan, but he asked me what's the big deal with Garoppolo being hurt and center and Brady will be back in 2 weeks. Uh moving very forward. smart
2: question for an Eagles fan, I'd have to say. <laughs>
1: yeah. You're always tough on the Eagles about their fans being real dumb. I know cuz they are. And uh at least the ones I've came in touch with, right? Mm-hmm. Other than, Unless I'm looking in a mirror, I, I do not trust uh, who the Eagle fan is. Uh, listen Doctor Dr. Sportsonomic Mondelez. I like him. Yeah, he's smart. Right. Yeah, he, he's really that guy. He's smart ish. Yeah. <laughs> he's a, I asked him th- that night we were doing our preview show and, uh, we was going around doing the picks and he wasn't expecting me to come to him first. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he likes to wait till everyone else picks <laughs> he, he said,
1: uh, he said he had all this stuff worked out, you know, all his picks and everything. Then he was doing the, he's, and he remember I don't know if you remember, he said, man, I don't really care about the AFC. Yeah. Right? <laughs> he's like, man, cute. Really? I had a brain fart. Yeah, right. He said, I wanted to say, uh, uh, Cincinnati and who do you say Cincinnati and Pittsburgh he said I want to say Cincinnati and Pittsburgh Cincinnati goes to the Super Bowl uh, but I had a brain fart so I was just like uh, Denver <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's pretty funny man yeah. money yeah I love that guy uh, but what's the big deal with Garoppolo's injury considering Brady's going to be back in a couple weeks I would say it's the fact that looking forward trade bait uh, and like I said the little bit of admit controversy that might be there moving forward uh, or not,
2: but season wise, it's not a big deal. Nope. You already won first not two at all. of your first four games with Brady out, and if I, going in, if you're thinking
1: if you could go 500 at least, yes, but you but, should be able to run it. But not thinking of being a big deal for the Patriots because I don't think anybody's looking at that. Like they're looking at like, okay, now. The body of work is two games instead of four. Right. Do I want to s- trade for this guy?
2: Or make a big contract at the end of the yes. year. Yeah. So
1: I think that's where the problem lies with mm-hmm. Garoppolo's injury is it shortens his body of work. I'm almost a
2: little surprised they don't sign someone just to, just in case.
1: They've talked about it. Uh, my boy McNabb brought up – I can't remember his name. Jeff Lilly, somebody, somebody that was third string, that knows the offense. Yeah. Uh, but That's I think,
2: all you need, just a placeholder, man. Yeah. Just in case Brissette gets hurt.
1: Yeah, uh, it was funny because I brought up David Carr, uh, uh, but he said they asked me uh, like he missed a week, and then the next week he was suited up as the backup with that AC joint sprain. Mm-hmm. And they said, "Can you at least hand the ball off?" He said, "Yes." So if Garoppolo can do that, he'll probably be lined up. They got Amadola that can play, and Chris Hogan can also play quarterback. Mm. Uh, Jeremy asked why are Georgia fans so hyped about beating uh, weak ass Missouri? I know a Georgia fan. Do you, you can probably ask him about it.
0: Yeah. My grandfather was actually a walk on quarterback at Georgia. Oh man. Nice. He was very tall. That's I think that's why he got the gig.
2: I bet you was handsome too, just knowing you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do love your haircut, you would, man. I do love your haircut. See how shorter
0: I am. Like, yeah, my grandfather was actually pretty tall. So yeah, he walked on.
1: Nice, man. That's pretty awesome, man. My dad had an afro. But uh, Grandpa Worth, man. Yeah, yeah man, I remember I think your that's even afro. cooler than being a walk-on to Georgia. That is cool, man. That's very cool. And play quarterback. Dude, man. So you Q, know he got laid. Huh? Me,
2: Q and I went to Westside High School together for a short time. And uh, Q's father was a, a standout athlete there. So we saw his picture in one of the trophy cases. The dude had a legit Mr. Carter afro. afro man. Oh, man, you got to get
0: a pic of that. It was man. awesome, man. That was so awesome. So glorious.
1: Yeah, Mr. Dean, shout out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My favorite dad, for sure. If you grew your hair out, would you have a afro like that? If I grew my hair out, I'd be Homer Simpson. He was the <laughs> yeah. only white guy I ever
2: knew that had a, a nouveau. <laughs> I was pimping, man. It was pimping, I was man. pimping. He had like Razor Ramon kind of hair. Yeah. Oh, I dig that. Yeah. Did you yeah. throw toothpicks in
0: people's faces? I did. Actually, Actually. I'm going to tell you a story.
1: <laughs> I was at the Mid-South Coliseum. Razor Ramon came to town to fight Brian Christopher for the Intercontinental title. It, it was a, a Memphis wrestling thing, not WWF. And he was coming down, and I had stuck my way down by ringside by main event time. And so, you know, I like Razor Ramon a lot. So I reach out to try to get him to slap my hand, and I'm as close as I am to this lamp. So you're talking about six inches from uh, touching him. And I was like, you know, F you then. And I took my toothpick out, and I flicked it and hit him in the back. And as he's walking up the steps, he turns around and looks at me. I just look down the aisle like, who was that that flicked that toothpick at you, man? But uh that's my Razor Ramon moment. Uh Eddie was there with me. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, I flicked it at Razor Ramon himself, man, uh, and he's the bad guy. Well, that's pretty much all I got, man. Those are my questions. We talked NFL. We talked uh, college football. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good show. We did our picks. Hopefully, I'll be 90% accurate again this week. Um, There'll be more to talk about tonight's got Monday night games. Uh, Philadelphia, Chicago. I'm kind of excited to go watch this. You have to be. You're a fan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got a dog in a fight, man. Yeah, man, I do. And um, I want to see my boy Carson Wentz get out there and do something.
2: Do you think it's kind of a surprising game to have on Monday night football at this point? No.
1: Just it, thinking what the teams will be going into the season? No, I think two things. I think one, we play them a lot on Monday night for some reason.
2: Yeah, and Niners, L.A. first week. Well,
1: I you guess, know, guess you're looking you have at to the be a LA, West
2: Coast. L.A. demographic,
1: too, <laughs> but, though. But... uh, I think the thing that ESPN's done is done a good job of putting uh good matchups instead of just good teams every week. Right. Right. So Chicago, Philadelphia two uh level th- teams.
2: And two big markets. Yeah.
1: Two big fan bases. So it so does make like, sense. Like you'll watch most of the games are pretty good matchups. There's no uh Carolina versus Buffalo on Monday night. You know what I mean? It's 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 games that but you don't know who's gonna win. Like you'd be surprised either way. Right? I
2: wonder what the pecking order is as far as picking the games. Like does Fox get the first pick or ESPN or whatever, you know? No, Anyways, the, that's a that's a Google question. <laughs> the, well,
1: the schedule makers make it. <laughs> okay. And, I mean, I'm sure ESPN plays sure their the, bid. Uh,
2: yeah, I'm sure the people who uh, are broadcasting the games have something to do with what games they would like yeah. to broadcast. And then not. once you get
1: halfway through the season, like, the uh, Sunday night games are flex. So they can come steal a game from Fox. Oh, wow. Or uh, – CBS or whoever.
2: It seems like they have the best games, like matchups,
1: like biggest names. Sunday? Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's taken over for Monday nights. Monday- it's a great night to watch football. It is, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always the main event. Right. Right. Uh, all right, man, that's all I got. Gil, you want to chime in with anything else? Just go to the OAMnetwork.com, check
0: out everything that we have, and if you would like to donate, do that.
1: Please donate. And and listen to the podcast we got a lot of nominations from the network right we sure
0: did uh for uh, best of memphis coming up uh we got a few of the shows were nominated i uh, can't really uh disclose which ones yet but i will say that we do have a few that won and that's really exciting so uh and maybe this is one of the shows and maybe we'll see you guys at uh best of memphis party coming up later in the september
1: that'd yeah, be awesome great. man looking yeah. forward to it and uh i love doing my show Right? It's a great show, man. Yeah, man. It's fun to do. It's cool, man. It's-,
2: it's like sitting on the couch at your house Sunday watching football, but like on the, on the air. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah it's, it's pretty cool, man. Except I don't organize our talks on Sunday. Or yeah, on they're the a little,
2: they're a bit more spontaneous. I do bring notes when we... I watch the game Sunday.
1: So I'm just joking. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, and I'm usually there with the recorder. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. We just don't release them. You sit behind some glass. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Someday you'll hear the unheard version. Uncut. Q pissed off about something. All right. All right, man. Fun fun show. Fun, fun show. It was fun awesome. Fun week of football. Fun week of football. Looking forward to next week. Uh, Who plays Thursday? Plays this Thursday. It will be Houston and New England. Nice. Good game. Glad I get to watch it. Right. Uh but that's all I got. Sponsor the Side Street Grill. Shout out to the OAM Network, power to the podcast. Uh, God is so good to me. And I'm out. Peace.
0: This podcast is a production of Ohm Audio and the Ohm Network. For more information, go to theoamnetwork.com. The Elm Network is an independently run podcast and video production company in Midtown Memphis, Tennessee, broadcasting all original content weekly from theoamnetwork.com. The Elm Network, in pod we trust.